0: check in the mic this is a mic check in the garage colin can i get you to mic check where you're gonna be sitting down check 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 this is colin i'm gonna be like
1: oh my god hi so good to see you
0: And I'm going to not be that loud probably, so I'll have to lean in a lot. Please, Um, Zane, remember to lean in a lot.
1: I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to accept it. It's season two. I'm sitting far away from the mic. I've been on... Fucking so many podcasts in season one. I've got my fucking projection voice going. This is how I talk on the mic now, Zane. It's super fake. It's artificial.
0: I uh, have done zero podcasts. I've listened to a few because I have a new job where I have to drive a fucking lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I've been listening to... I just listened to John Dwyer on What the Fuck. You're on that 405 South every day, man,
1: fighting that in traffic. <clears throat>
0: well, I, yeah, I take a different route every fucking day. But, um, yeah, so... Fucking, let's just, this is the beginning. Hey, uh. This is it. This is the beginning. Indie cred. we're
1: back. This is, con- we're calling it season two. Is this, oh, is this the promo? Yeah, well, we're is. We're doing it right now. Yep. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. uh-huh. cool. Um, this is a promo. Uh, I'm doing an Instagram about our season two right now. Okay,
0: so that's what Colin's doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have we been up to? Uh, I worked freelance for a while. I mm-hmm. went and visited my dad who got out of prison. That's very
1: exciting.
0: <clears throat> I, uh i am now an associate producer on alaska the last frontier Ooh. it's uh fun i guess i'm chilling it's yeah. cool and uh it's gotta drive a lot
1: yeah well i mean that's seems super unrelated to our podcast but i'm excited <laughs> but that's what i'm up to. What are right. you up to yeah i'm i'm you know i'm doing my thing fucking a lot of the same but some new stuff i'm back in the local IOTC 44 which i mean also unrelated to our podcast but that's what I do for money um i'm excited about this season's docket of guests though
0: yeah that's related to the podcast
1: yeah what what do you think of them i think i'm excited we've already got like a lot of musicians booked uh got some fucking Comedians artists comedians you knew we were gonna have comedians you knew we were gonna do that
0: um yeah it's gonna be cool and you're gonna learn i'm getting to learn a lot of stuff and hopefully
1: you listen to it and you learn too yeah that's what we're here for we're here for you uh zane's high school friends from oklahoma i don't know if
0: they listen anymore no
1: they're over it (laughs) You know, like, oh, the first season was better. (laughs) They don't know that yet. We haven't done
0: season two yet. Exactly, but you know.
1: Um, Are you out there, Zane's friends from Oklahoma? Are you there, um, young, like, teenagers? Oh, I also
0: got engaged. Oh, fuck,
1: yeah. (laughs) Check it out, guys.
0: I would then show you the picture of us getting engaged. Should I post that as well? No, don't do that. It's not It's a big deal in my
1: life, but it's not a big deal in this fucking podcast. And I feel like it's going to come up. It will, it will. Because um, I'm getting married. We can, you're going to get married in an indie way. Uh, big, big news for me is I have been asked to officiate that wedding. Yeah. Um, it was very cute when Zane did it. He was very sweet and romantic um, I got down on one knee, and I said, will, will you officiate <laughs> he me? He called me when I was at work, and he was like, are you ordained as a minister in the state of Oklahoma? I swear, I got overwhelmed. I was very emotional. <laughs> it, was, it was exciting for me. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm happy to do it, and honored to be asked.
0: But then you find out you don't need to be ordained in the state of Oklahoma, because technically, we probably won't legally get married in the state of Oklahoma. The right. ceremony will just be performed in the state of Oklahoma. Mm-hmm.
1: Legal things, mm-hmm. really,
0: when you get into it, there's no cool shit. It seems you know? like
1: it's a lot of fucking red tape.
0: and when you really figure that out, you're like, well, what's the point of the what's this whole wedding all
1: about? well are are you excited to like profess your eternal love to uh former Andy crud guest, uh Nika Schultz?
0: I mean, yeah, I, I think I feel like that's already been done. It's just like.
1: Yeah, just shut up. Just get married, dude. You're already <laughs> ass. We're getting married. No, you we're already ass. ass. Don't no, be like, oh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> just the legal stuff is so annoying. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it not that bad. It's just like kind of like when you get, when you have to start talking about it, you you get like bummed. Both me and Nika both are just like, this yeah. is stupid. We both are just like, let's just go to Vegas. Mm-hmm. But no, it's going to be fun as shit.
1: I mean, here's the thing. Yeah, go to Vegas, get married. And have it, like, over with, and then have a wedding. Like, people do shit like that. Yeah, yeah. saying What's stopping you from doing that? I
0: don't know, because I'm, now I'm thinking, like, maybe we should do that before Yeah, the or New just year. get
1: married. You don't even have to go to Vegas. Just get married at the fucking <clears throat> courthouse in downtown LA. Yeah, yeah. And then go to Oklahoma and have a wedding. Mm-hmm. And I'll officiate that wedding, but you'll already be married by a judge. Like, yeah,
0: and then we could get that on our taxes for this next year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, then that like, could... you're saying, like,
1: do it, like, right now. I'm married.
0: saying, like, tomorrow. <laughs> like, tomorrow,
1: go get married.
0: <laughs> and then, yeah, and then, like, our tax breaks at the end of the year. Yeah. Like, that pays for the wedding. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I, I always... Unless that.
0: I owe up money everywhere I don't know about, and then they, I don't get any of my taxes back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We all been there, right, guys, huh? Hmm?
1: Yeah. I always thought it was funny. Uh, mutual friends of ours um, got married on, like, December... 27th and just like knowing them and their personality I'm like oh they like definitely scheduled this to fit it in on this year's tax breaks like yeah it's weird the tax like what
0: I'm still looking into it to see if it's worth it this is a thing we talked about but it's like mm -hmm. it's only we're only gonna do that if it's like way worth
1: it I think it's like quite a bit of breaks like it should get you a pretty happy return doesn't
0: it I think it does
1: um I'm
0: leaving. I think you guys are recording, but I love you. Text you later. Nika's is leaving right now, guys. She's afraid that the noise is going to interrupt the podcast. That's so funny.
1: How long is this going on? I feel
0: like we are at six minutes. Oh my
1: gosh, that's too long. No one wants to listen to this, do they?
0: I don't think so. Okay. I hate intros. I skip them all the
1: time. All right, cut it. Let's do a let's do a concise one. We'll right. release we'll release this. That as well, was just a but... test. In-
0: Check one, two, testing, testing. Uh, this is the probably the volume I'll try to talk, but then I'll end up getting to here at some point, because I'll get comfortable, and you guys will... Uh, is be this...
1: Me. I mean, I'm always concerned that that's... <clears throat> that the computer screen obscures you. No, I
0: think it's like... it's perfect. Okay. Um. All right, cool. Hey, guys, check it out. This is IndieCred, the podcast. Is this it? Yep.
1: All right. Indiecred, we're back.
0: Um, do you want me to start it over? No, this is fun. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh, uh I'm Indie- excited
1: to be back.
0: Uh me too. Okay, so we're back. It's season two. Check it out. We mm-hmm. got guests, we got T-Bone, we're gonna call him. It's he's in Ireland right now, so we can't call him yeah, right now. Yeah, that's an
1: expensive call. He'll be around this mm-hmm. season, be uh, sure of it. We've got guys from season one we've got a shit ton of sellout shoutouts. we have to get through. Like, so many of our former guests are doing amazing, like, awesome stuff. We're going to be pumping those out. Exciting new guests, uh, comedians, musicians, artists, all the fucking indie stuff that you guys love.
0: But also, if you listen to this at all, um, just comment and say, Hey, I want to hear about What the Fuck Ever, and then we'll get that kind of person on the podcast. Oh, yeah. Because what's some indie shit we don't even get yet? I don't know. Uh, we need to, We need some new ideas, maybe. Send them in.
1: Yeah, I would love to. Or if you happen to be indie as fuck and want to talk to us, let us know. <laughs> yeah, text us, call us. Yeah, you've got our number, don't you? Yes, <laughs> <So, laughs> and we'll call you and we'll talk to you. Awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Indie cut season two. Well,
0: what else? That's it. No, we haven't done anything indie in our break.
1: We are starting. Wow, wow this oh, is it, you wow.
0: guys. Oh Season God.
1: two. Yay, we're back. This is Indie Cred Podcast. I'm Colin. Zane. And with us today is Jen Bashian. Hello.
2: Oh, everybody, please stop clapping.
1: Okay. So, uh, <laughs> yes, guys, stop clapping, guys. Everyone
2: in here, please stop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll, we'll, to, chill. we'll try to settle the audience. Settle, so.
2: can everyone please settle? Mm-hmm. I've just arrived. <laughs> um, I'm fresh. Thank you for having me, you guys. Yeah, is, thanks,
1: thanks for coming, for coming. It's the Such a treat. It's good to see you.
2: The aesthetic of the garage is a plus, just to set the scene for people listening. Oh
1: yeah,
0: thanks. It's
2: it's everything I expected it to be and more. When we
0: redecorated for season two.
2: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> all the listeners will be real happy. About that.
2: It's great. That's I right. Feel, I feel like I could jump up there for a little nap.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's yeah. A, I do that. A loft quite bed.
2: Often. Great vintage electronics. It feels right. Mm-hmm. It feels great. Yeah. Right.
1: Sorry, this stuff. is off topic. No, no, this is great. This is actually like right on brand with <laughs> the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. We talk about the interior of this garage almost every episode.
2: In, so. Yeah, I just wanted to unpack the indie cred of the space itself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of indie cred here. Mm-hmm. You guys. Or do you
1: want a drink of some kind?
2: Oh wow! Sure. What do you have? Uh, well, I said sure before knowing what you have. So we that... have
1: beer, diet Mountain Dew, oh, Red Bull, or God. Dr Pepper.
2: Do you know what? You know what? I have an orange juice here in my pocket. Oh, yes. <laughs> I
0: don't want any of those things. I, we need to upgrade our selection.
2: What? I, I would normally go for a Diet Mountain Dew, but it's 11 a.m., you guys.
1: Okay, well, don't tell anyone that I just opened a beer then, <laughs> since we time-stamped this interview. Oh, it's sorry. Okay. Sorry. You can have a beer.
2: I'm, yeah, what? I would. I yeah, so beer.
0: um, you didn't realize that you jumped in on season two yeah. of our podcast.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, we used to do this on Wednesday nights. And now, because of scheduling and stuff, we're we're doing Saturday mornings and it's kind of a different, I don't know, maybe we're, I, I'm wondering if we're going to be different.
1: I feel different.
0: It, yeah, I feel I, like yeah, well, I'm well rested.
2: You're, I feel fresh as a daisy. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good. I also feel like I have like Saturday morning cartoon vibes right now. Yeah. Like I just want to. Like
0: a little goofy. Like, yeah, a yeah. little
2: silly. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, I kind of. Yeah, I just walked down to the donut store and I had like a treat. Now I'm like,
2: a treat, yeah. I yeah. just had a little treat and now I'm I ready to talk about myself for you guys.
1: Yay. Yay! All right, so let's get into it. Let's talk about yourself. Oh, wow. Um, Jen, so I know you as a comedian and an actor, improviser. Yes. You and I improvised together uh, at Nerdist for like a year? More a year than a change, year? A yeah. change, like. Yeah. Um, and it was a delight. Yes. I tell people all the time uh, that you're one of my favorite people to play with. You're a super oh, fun yes. performer. You always make fucking crazy decisions. Yes. Uh, <laughs> no one... Those it,
2: don't always go well, but it's, it's an A for effort, right? Disagree. Yeah. I
1: think they always go well because worst case scenario, people are like,
2: what? what happened? Who,
1: who is this lady? Yeah. Um, fair. That's fair. Should we start like, What, what do, we, do we start? Life story? How did you get into? I guess.
2: Oh, where do we? Yeah. Do we start? Coming to LA, I mean, you don't. I don't want to be so yeah. cliche. We can no, do a know. lot. Yeah, yeah. We can start there. So,
1: what was the number of the Greyhound bus you oh. rode to LA?
2: <laughs> I packed my bag. I had thirteen dollars in my wallet, and I said, "I'm going to LA to be an actress." Um, no, uh, how did it work? I guess I was um, a nerdy kind of theater kid in high school, mm-hmm. but still very overachiever, e perfectionist, e. Uh, habits I'm probably still trying to shake, and um, I went to USC. Uh, I didn't plan on coming out to California for school. I thought I would stay on the East Coast where I'm from. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know that's just how the cards fell. So I thought, all right. And then uh, did that
1: have? Did you go to USC for the acting program? Yes. Okay. Yes.
2: So uh, you were
1: you were in it. You're doing like high school plays. The oh, yeah, Death of, the of a the Salesman. Whole deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. I did
2: Wojciech, which was this
0: which
1: German
2: uh, uh, expressionist play. So that's the kind of in like, high school. In high school, yeah, it was. What? It's an elite prep school, so even the theater program had to be elitist in its own way. Okay, but yeah, there were some really. Um, I had so much fun in high school. That was that's probably when I first felt the community of a theater program or just a theater in general. Mm-hmm. Um, like we experience on. Um, level at Nerdist, like anywhere you get to perform, there's that, uh, camaraderie. So, uh, that was probably the first time I really experienced that and loved it and didn't have to do sports. Uh, although I did, I was athletic, but I, uh, you know, just also had a pension for the odds.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But you were doing sports?
2: But I did do, I did play sports. But you just
0: made it sound like I fucking hated doing sports, man. I
2: didn't like, you were required to do something athletic every, every semester or every trimester, and uh it just be, it became difficult to do that and the play mm. and extracurriculars and stuff it was more of like a time a balance okay. issue Um, but yeah, I did like sports, uh, again, for the team camaraderie element, as well as just like getting your yayas out. Mm -hmm. Um, this is totally off topic, but, uh, I didn't do any improv, uh, or anything like that in high school, which I wish I had done. I don't know if you ever feel like that.
0: I didn't know it existed in high school.
2: Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, you watched, I watched Whose Line. Yeah, so that's all
0: I knew about it, yeah. Right.
2: I was like, oh, it's, you know, people in bold, solid colors getting, you know, told what to yeah, do by Drew true yeah. not that's improv. I is. I
0: technically did improv because I went to an acting school. like when I was a kid I did in Oklahoma you could do this modeling company but they had to have acting classes. Oh so my if God. you did there if you joined their thing you could take their acting classes. And I was doing improv, and those not realizing it was improv, right? But then when I did they were just it, like exercise, yeah. And then when I did yeah. real improv, you realize it's like this isn't like this
2: isn't what it, that's I, this like isn't yeah. the modeling. That's I was like a, we, in we were doing we were doing
0: warm ups. <laughs> we were doing warm ups. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh my god! I would love to see the Oklahoma models actors. Oh my god! It's so uh, sad. Improv
0: <laughs> troupe.
1: Is what it's, I it's, to say. it's so sad. Oh, I wonder wow. if we could get them to come do like a guest slot at Nerdist sometime. Yeah. Well, there's just the, like what? a group of twelve year old wildly well, the, models. Not all the people. Not all the people in this
0: acting class were models it was like you could take it if you wanted to if you right. just signed with the agency so the people in there were actually like people who wanted to act or right whatever. and then maybe like two models who were like
2: i should i want to know better acting wow but they're Did like you scouted in a mall were you no, no 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 i and... sought it out
0: i was like i was <gasps> looking for acting <laughs> classes then it was the oh. only thing i could find in oklahoma was like that's amazing like, yeah, yeah.
2: That's such a sweet story, it's very and I want to talk about you now. Okay, no, yeah. sorry. Um, uh, yes, so I didn't really do any comedy per se, but okay. I was always, um, cast as the weird old lady or something, which yeah, yeah. You always the, made me sad. I
1: can see that though. The, you're the funny one, just
2: the funny one, you're like the funny yeah. girl, at just school. a funny girl. Um, and even at summer camp, too, I was desperate to be Annie, but they were like, Nope, you're gonna be mm. Miss Hannigan because <laughs> you're the only 12 year old who's. Loosely in touch with the like trials and tribulations of a middle aged alcoholic woman. <laughs> like you're that's that's what you're gonna do. Right. On. Um. So anyway, fast forward to USC, and there was improv and sketch there, but I I was kind of too late to the game. I at that point I was still a theater kid at heart, and I was in a sorority. I was probably I was doing a lot in college. I just you know had to had to try all those things on for mm-hmm. size. Um.
0: You've been so, doing a lot forever then, because yeah. you were doing a lot in high school. Sports and plays. And yes,
2: exactly. This is the overachiever thing I was talking about. Mm-hmm. That's
0: like what you see <laughs> high schoolers in movies doing. That, yes. was, that wasn't yeah. what my high school. Yeah. There's <laughs> There was no one in my high school doing anything. Really. <laughs> okay, there was like sport, you know, whatever. Right.
2: No, I... That's just, like, so much. It was a lot. I actually slowed down getting to USC. I mm-hmm. felt like I was... I probably peaked my senior year of high school, and then, I, really, my whole life has been downhill since then. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I could go in cruise control at USC. I could drink all night and not study and still mm-hmm. get an A on a test, and I thought, oh, you know, I've I've earned this. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. hardened. I worked so hard. And looking back, I, you know, I would have done maybe a few things differently, but not really. I was still yeah. getting things done. Um, but there were uh, improv and sketch scenes there. Um, I eventually sort of befriended the people there, uh, but it was kind of, like, too late. By the time I was eligible, or not I had been eligible, but by the time I was ready to audition for these things, like, I was a junior or a senior, and then it's just, you know, you're too late. You're... You're too late. I late. mean,
1: I'm a firm believer, in you're never too late to right? do something that you want to do. Well, but right.
2: Well, that's it. So I is um, this like an
1: attitude of like the culture there, or no, the comedy no, 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 scene no, no, there, no. or something? No,
2: I think it's it's just like anything else in any of those academic institutions. You have to get in on it when you're, you know, a freshman or a sophomore, so that you know then you're in the group. Like they oh, want okay. new blood to carry forward the sure. torch.
1: Gotcha. Um.
2: So but yeah, I uh, so I didn't really know exactly what to look for at USC. Mm-hmm. I was just doing plays, and uh, an acting teacher that I had at USC said I should look into classes at the groundlings because um I said I you know, I want to uh, kind of like lean in on the comedy thing. I don't really know exactly what how to do that. um and here the focus is really like theater dramatic acting or mm-hmm. on camera acting later on. so, um I. Uh, Couldn't afford the classes, so I, um, the summer after freshman year, I said, okay, I'm going to save up enough money to take classes at Groundlings, Mm -hmm. and I uh, got a job at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company on the pier in Santa Monica, and I lied and said that I'd worked in restaurants before, and I hadn't. Um, (laughs) And uh, the general manager I met with was also from Connecticut, so I just made a lot of weird Connecticut jokes and then got a job working at Bubbas you guys.
1: Can we have an example of a weird Connecticut <laughs> joke? Okay. Cuz I've sure never made, been.
2: I'm pretty sure I made um like Mystic Pizza jokes or like New Haven Pizza jokes. They're not really jokes. They're just just really <laughs> Referencing
1: bad. Referencing like oh yeah.
2: yeah, really bad attempts at like connecting with somebody. Um Yeah. So yeah, I got the job at Bubbas. Uh <laughs> and uh yeah, and I would make what? I'd work for something like seven and a half hours and I'd make 60 bucks and Mm. I'd go home and be like, I'm so rich. You know, I'm crushing it. Uh,
1: I remember those days, my first job that I had in LA, I was driving through Albuquerque doing a phone interview to get the job. It was a personal assistant job. And I remember when she told me the hourly rate, I think it was something like, I think it was like 13 bucks an hour. Whoa,
2: then was big.
1: Dude, in <laughs> 2010, wow. I thought 13 bucks an hour was more money than any human could ever need. Yes. I was like, yes, absolutely. That, was, hey. that would have been big to me. Uh, it was huge to me. I mean, I had never made more than, I think, $8.75, because that was the minimum, minimum wage, wage in Illinois. Yeah. So I'm like almost doubling my potential earning power just oh. by moving to Hollywood. Dude, yeah. I didn't know my crazy. rent was going to be 1000 bucks a month yeah. at yes, that time. But... I, uh, s-
0: similar, because... <laughs> I was making like, I don't know, 400 bucks a week at my job in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and then I got the call from Beyond Scared Straight, which is where I met Colin. okay. They took me on the road, and immediately, my check, like, my all my money, like, tripled. I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah. And then I, like, had a, the show, like, went on a hiatus, and I went back to my normal life, and I was like, nope, I can't nope. do this anymore. I <laughs> can't do it. Yeah. That's well, how they get you. That's at. how, yeah,
2: I mean being young and dumb uh which i still am probably to a certain degree but mm. yeah it's crazy i just had cash i'd never had a job where you get cash it's right in your yeah. hand as oh, you walk yeah, away yeah. so oh, yeah that was another weird lesson to have to learn it just just it moves right out of your <laughs> out of your hands so yeah. quickly yeah um so uh yeah that was how i paid for my first grammar class i saved up enough money
1: Uh, Working at Bubba's Bubba's
2: that summer. And then I think at some point in my sophomore year at USC, then I uh, went and took my first class there. Uh, I really knew nothing about it. I had not done improv before, which was probably not wise. Um, I would recommend to anyone who wants to pursue the program at Groundlings to uh, definitely uh, acquaint yourself with the fundamentals before arriving. Really? Yeah, I think, or just get comfortable with... uh, that thing of going up there with nothing right mm-hmm. um, Browning's focus is on short form so you end up you know getting more pieces of the uh, of the improv handed to you but uh, in terms of like a more elaborate suggestion but uh, yeah it would have been super beneficial for me to have those like fall on your face really dumb scared, awkward moments mm-hmm. in a less high-stakes environment yeah
1: so <laughs> the so groundlings, i've never done their program yes. i've done second city and nervous that's mm-hmm. my only like formal uh training training but uh, so groundlings sounds like the fucking is it like <laughs> juilliard of improvising I, you or? Know,
2: that's a really good way of putting it maybe so um is it ter- maybe so, it's maybe like a bar of improv um <laughs> I think it's, yes, it's rigorous, but it's, you get so much out of it. I think, um, and now having gone through all the levels of the program, I can say, uh, that even people that don't, uh, move forward into certain levels or, Mm. you know, then you eventually get cut, which everyone gets cut at the Brownlings at some point, you either cut yourself or you, you know, you get cut. Everyone has that moment. Um, but, uh, the amount of work that you put in there, um, ends up coming back to you in a really weird way. Like there's so many stories about that. People that get cut from this, you know, a certain, the writing level and they've, you know, been working so hard for three months and then two weeks later they book a huge national commercial or a recurring guest star or Mm -hmm. they, you know, some agent or manager that had not been answering them back finally answers them back or something. And maybe that's hippy-dippy spiritual stuff, but I really do think you work so hard there and you're ultimately working on yourself and learning about yourself in the process. Um, and it's just an environment that pushes you to do that, Mm -hmm. um, as opposed to a more like lax, um, training environment, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is interesting. The first three levels there are improv, um, basic, intermediate, and advanced improv. Uh, Advanced improv wasn't around when I uh, first started taking the class. Um, and it's sort of implied that you may have to repeat levels and you kind of have to remove all the shame from that, um... And, uh, yeah, and you, so you learn the fundamentals in those, uh, three classes. I think you get to do a show at the end of your advanced improv, um, class. And in intermediate, there's a, a your final exam, kind of, is, uh, doing five characters through the door. So they just give you a storefront or something like that, and then you, you know, do a scene of you being five different people buying a candle at Yankee Candle Factory or something like that. Right. Um, Which is crazy. It's a really interesting um, exercise. And I've taken that class again just to repeat it because that's my favorite class at Groundlings is it's really the meat of the training program there, the characters and being characters and living in a character and finding a point of view and a philosophy and behavior and just leaning into that Mm -hmm. and being that person, the whole scene. Yeah. Wanting what they want, fighting for that. Um, and that, I feel like, is invaluable. And that you can bring to every improv school you go to. And that, after, I've only studied really at UCB and Groundlings, um, a little bit at Second City. But, I feel like good improv looks the same everywhere. And, yes, there are some differentiations between form, etc., but ultimately, like, that, that, thing you're seeing on stage between those people, I feel like that when it's good, it mm. it's it looks like that at every theater. Yeah. Um, and it's the same little nugget that's making people laugh. So, uh, yeah, that's why uh, Groundlings was so beneficial to me. I met so many people there um, over the years, too. I mean, that's and an sort of something no one really talks about, but I think is secretly the best thing about Groundlings is the people that you meet and the connections you make, and not just, you know, industry, whatever, it's, like, life, you know? Um, Whether it's in this fun, in the fun way, you know, sometimes improv classes are just fun and light and silly and great, or in the competitive nature of the program, you end Mm up sort of, like being in the trenches with these people and yeah. like, and then that brings you together also. Literally. Totally, right,
1: right. Yeah, especially if there's such a, a low amount of like moving on to the next level and like a yeah. high like repeating and stuff <laughs> like that. Like the people, because I know when I've done programs and gone through them, like the people I've come up with, I'm like, Well, oh yeah, we're like war parties." Right. But it's like, well, really, we just all were able to clear a four hundred dollar check. Exactly. At the end of eight weeks. Like that's literally <laughs> that's
0: it. But that's how like the open mic world feels too.
1: Yeah. Like
0: Yeah. I
1: feel like all the
0: comedians that I was doing open mics with for the last five years who are now like, Oh, he's at the improv all the time or this and that, you know, that's how that feels mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh yeah. And it's, it's exciting buddies, to bro. See,
1: it's exciting to see people like um you know uh past guests um um what oh my god why can't i think of his name i'm gonna say jeremiah because i can't watkins? remember no not but not jeremiah Rockets pat, pat reagan, reagan. yeah <laughs> pat reagan <Riggins.
2: laughs> you know pat <laughs> jeremiah
1: you know well no, they're in a band together yeah oh. jeremiah, they're, they're like comedy partners but pat reagan, reagan and watkins I saw Pat Reagan at the very first open mic in LA that I ever went to, oh. and now like seeing him and Jeremiah like kind of like blowing up and getting like all these successes and stuff like that. In a weird way, it feels almost like you're fucking part of it. Like, hey, that's my buddy. Yeah. High like, five! Out. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yes. Stuff like that. So
2: yeah, totally. And I think um, you know, I I wouldn't say I have. I'm a part of one distinct group mm-hmm. that's like we came up together. You know. Right. Because my I ended up because I was still in school, I took classes at di- weird different times, and mm-hmm. then you're on this waiting list. Is the next piece of the program there, um, where if you move forward from advanced improv, then they start the writing track of the uh, of the school, um, which is a class called writing lab, and then the second class, advanced writing lab, and writing lab is six weeks. You do your first three weeks are monologs, and then your second three weeks are sketches. And then you do one show, and uh, everyone does a monologue, which is crazy, um, but amazing, and a really fun exercise, and totally tapped into the, like, one-woman show... Uh thing that I trend that I yeah. followed in high school okay. um, yeah I was obsessed with watching one person shows for a while yeah. and I thought they were amazing Um, I don't think are. I've
0: ever seen one to be honest
2: <gasps> I mean sometimes they're terrible and horrible not not but... that I've been <laughs> avoiding
0: them I just right. don't think I've ever been even invited to a one woman show
2: yeah well yeah, Molly Shannon has a great story about doing a one woman show in LA I think there was a time when they had a peak and now it's yeah. like it's a little bit much La La Land yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Um
1: when does that happen in Lala? La yes, oh, she no, does a one moment show. Is it good?
2: Uh it is not. I think it is not, <laughs> but it's, it's enough it's good enough to get her a completely unjustified meeting with a huge yeah, casting director yeah, yeah. and then oh. for that completely unjustified meeting to lead to a lead which then completely yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. it's fucking helped that kick. she was Emma Stone. Yeah. it did. That was kind of thing. Th- did they I, mention that? Like, hey, also you're already yeah. uh, wildly famous and successful. They shot
0: it at the Hayworth. Oh, I no just, shit. I just, I no just got, shit. I just found that out. Okay, our buddy is a uh, redo. Like, he's like renovating re- 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 yeah yeah oh, revitalizing wow. the Hayworth the Hayworth yeah. and we just Emma so it trashed it with her one <laughs> yeah, <himself>. yeah exactly <laughs> she ruined it
2: <laughs> she destroyed it she just not physically but it's reputation was ma- it's just been marred well it's
1: like an energy when yeah. you step up onto that stage you're like it yeah. really yeah. sucked it yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah okay a yeah. really
2: vulgar failure occurred here <laughs> we have to clean the space um Okay, so the writing track, sorry, I'll say that <laughs> because,
1: that's
0: my um,
2: So that's your writing lab show, um, and you either move forward to the last level, or you are cut, and the last level is Advanced Writing Lab, which mm-hmm. is a three-month class. Um, you do four weeks of pitches, a week of rewrites, and then a show, and then four weeks of pitches, a week of rewrites, and a show. And the Growlings main company, because there's sort of two facets to the Growlings, there's their theater, and then there's the school um and uh the groundlings come and watch those two shows um and vote on you like um kind of like a reality show <laughs> and, like your headshots are on a board and they uh-huh. is this
0: is how is this how it's always been
2: i believe so i mean the theater's been around i think it's 1974 it was established yeah. phil hartman lorraine mm-hmm. newman i mean paul so Rubens. many legends. yes yeah. paul like it's legendary. elvira
0: and yeah. Paul, right, at the same time as power, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: So you walk in there and you feel there is something very special mm-hmm. about that place. And there is.
1: And like it's uh not to sidetrack, but as no. you were saying earlier, like their main focus being like characters. Just look at that short list that uh-huh. we just said. Yeah, yeah. Paul Rubens, Phil Hartman, and Elvira. Like these are classic the characters. Yeah, these <laughs> right. are character actors creating like original fucking amazing mm-hmm. characters. And it's like there's a purpose to that, you know, yes. like it's really oh. fucking cool to look Melissa at. Melissa
0: McCarthy too,
1: right? Yes, I Muslim think she's McCarthy, like one of the funniest people right yep. now. Too. Kristen yeah.
2: Wiig, all those titans.
1: Yes.
0: Um, Transformative
1: acting. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know a lot, lot
0: of that. I'm I, I, um, a writer at Ridiculousness. Oh, cool. And um, our EP and the head of the company are all Groundlings guys. They came through with Melissa McCarthy. So that's, I didn't even know yes. all that until I met them and then they were telling me all this shit.
2: Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty bananas yeah. how, uh, how many legends have not just walked through there or, you know, they really, like, got their uh, chops yeah. or really honed them, I guess you could say.
1: I mean, their- here's here's my question now. Do I need to be at Groundlings right now? <laughs> Am I ready, Jen? I, I kind of, like, started. I'm, like, a decade into this fucking improv, this improv game. Improv. And I'm, like, here's, do I need to be there?
2: Here's the thing. So, um... A teacher said to me in my basic class, like, you have to be here to do the school and to do the program, not to be on Sunday Company or to be on Main Company. Okay. Um, yeah. If that is where your motivation is at, you know, which I would argue is true for this industry at large.
1: I if think you are trying to be creative. Right. Pursuit. Yeah. Exactly.
2: And yeah, if you're trying to just get your face on a wall or, you know, uh, on TV or in a movie and that's all you yeah. care about, mm-hmm. you know, then. No, of course you're not going to be able to get the most out of the training, and then what was the point? You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. So for me, that's like the bigger emotional piece of it is is going there, process focused, and then yes, sometimes a, a reward comes out of it, and other times no. And I mean, the reward at Groundlings is. Not some like glamorous romantic, you know, and then you made it. Like, no, it's <laughs> more work, you know. As someone <laughs> yeah, who, it's my second week in Sunday Company, so I finished Advanced Writing Lab. I got invited into Sunday Company, mm. and it's like, boom, you know, the phone call is like, hi, congrats, you made it. Uh, you have notes, pitch starts next week, bye. You know, yeah. it's not like, welcome to the fold, you know, yeah, yeah,
0: um,
2: because, yeah, that's that's the way this all works, yeah. you know, um. And if you do work, you get things out of it. Always, mm-hmm. I don't know.
1: I mean, congratulations on the Sunday Company Dude, thing again. So cool. Yeah, it's um, pretty
2: cool. Yeah, we.
1: It's very cool. Yeah. I've been anticipating uh, Jen leaving Cousins for something bigger and better for about a year. So i was it, on the like, team
2: for a year i know i know do. i was
1: like it was instant i'm like okay like yeah she's gonna be like on a fucking snl and won't
2: <laughs> no it's so like that
1: shoots on saturday so she should be able to fly back to la Her to nerdist. do nerdist uh improv oh
2: night? my god
1: did you <laughs> do
0: this school nerd this uh classes there yes
2: time? so i yeah i can say that um w- while i was uh waiting for advanced writing lab so i had finished writing lab. I was, you know, still dropping into classes at Groundlings. I thought, you know, I am not uh, really trained at all in long-form improv. uh, And that is where I feel the weakest. But it's it's something I do enjoy because I feel like there is something fun about um, uh, plot and just the improv art itself. Mm -hmm. I felt like um, I wanted to learn more about it. A buddy of mine from an acting acting class... um, told me about Nerdist. And so I decided I would go take classes there because I didn't want to go. I took a class at some other theaters and it it was great, but I thought I don't want, I want to remove the pressure of, you know, making a a, a team or making a whatever. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go somewhere where I could literally just, you know, be a stranger, be, you know, uh, not trying to, climb some ladder or mm-hmm. hierarchy you know and that to me was the best part about Nerdist was just meeting fun nice nerdy people and getting to are we allowed to curse on this podcast oh yeah we can. fuck oh, okay. around with them um <laughs> I, I don't you know why with them I, I fucks with them so I fucks with that yo
1: do you fucks with Nerdist oh
2: man I don't know where this podcast is going but I'm scared <laughs> yeah so I fucks with Nerdist um during that kind of in between time because mm. I Wanted to stay busy. needed a
0: side chick. Mm-hmm. I
2: needed a side chick. Yeah, I needed a growling side chick. That's nerdist was my growling side chick.
1: Yo, and here's the thing. Uh-huh. Uh, happy to be your side chick. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like, that's yeah. exactly what you were saying. Because you went in for the process just to learn, like, okay, how do they do improv here? I'm here to learn. I want, like, to not, like, worry about that sort of stuff. And then what happens as soon as you finish the course... You audition, and I was on a nerdist house too. You get yeah. put on a fucking house team <laughs> Yeah. Because you were there to do the work and like feel the process and stuff like that.
2: Yes. Well, yes, exact. I think that mentality never hurts someone ever. Mm-hmm. Uh not being result based. That's so much easier said than done, and I hope this doesn't come off as preachy because I end up
0: You're allowed to preach being, on the yeah, podcast. Yeah, can I preach on the podcast? Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> listen, brethren. Um no, but I think uh I say that uh knowing that, like, you can't be process-focused all the time. Like, Mm -hmm. there's always those moments when you're driving home in your car, crying, being like, why, when, what, how? And then, you know, it's always just resetting back to process. Nerdist Mm
0: -hmm. was my side chick, too.
2: Was it really? Yeah, yeah.
0: So, like, I'm in a comedy band, and that's, like, my main squeeze. And uh, I was, like, trying to get better at performing and just all that shit. And he was taking an improv class. I was like, let's fucking do it. And I went through all of the things.
2: That's amazing.
0: But then when it came time to like get real serious about it, I was like, I'm probably not gonna take mm-hmm. it that seriously.
1: So. Yeah. I feel like the guy who married the side chick
0: right
1: now. Uh, <laughs> you so, did. So guys, she's like really cool. Yeah. <laughs> it turned
2: into a really sweet. No, no, no. I mean
0: my comedy band now runs a show at Nerdist. Nerdist. Theater. So so That's still great. connected. And that was kind of what I wanted too, was just be connected in a theater where we could constantly be able to do weird shit yes
2: that's what i loved i love and still will always love about nerdist is that there was always this sense of uh risk is is reward like Mm -hmm. just go and go and put this up do this let's have that show i mean my favorite night with cousins was when we did our little family show where we had our other indie improv teams come and perform so because all of us you know like we've talked about you end up having this little weird network of people you perform with and so it was like all of our little networks combined so
1: yeah i forgot know, about that that was actually probably so my so favorite Sunday, night right? as well.
2: we only did it once and that's maybe yeah. why it was also so special because i never got to go to Sunday it with night the returns but.
1: Mm-hmm. no that was uh yeah that was that was really great we had what we did was we mixed it up to we brought in all of our other teams yeah and then no one got to play with their own team so like I think did you? I played, played? with your team. You played with my and team. And someone else played with my
2: weird indie team.
1: I I played on the musical team. You
2: played musical? So, me. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay, yeah. I so I about was that. just singing one night. You were fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yes. You're too. You're too kind. You're Let too your
2: kind. fans know how wonderful.
0: You are. <laughs> I was almost gonna dive into musical improv for a it's minute.
1: It's fucking fun and nerve wracking. Yeah. It's really really hard. I've been doing some other like uh, internet stuff um like i i recently have gotten plugged into like live streaming like Ooh. tabletop rpg twitch people oh new network new this form new to do very new thing wow i'm
2: learning about this live oh, yeah, okay. I, i'm kind of am too Are you also?
1: <laughs> no we uh, i've told zane so many times he just doesn't care <laughs> no, no no no
0: i but i think i'm gonna actually understand it now yeah. because i haven't really heard enough to yeah. be like what is going on
1: it, it's just like uh it's just a thing. It's a new way to fucking do comedy and, like, get your face in front of people and do that shit. Yeah. And it's very fun. But there was one show I was doing, um, which was a Buffy the Vampire Slayer RPG. And one of the things that people could, like, log in to the internet and give us money in order to make us sing at wow. any time. And it was fucking horrible I, it was so this is like mean.
2: compute this is computerized this, musical improv yes meets like but ca- but like also kind of hookery yeah, 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 I'm, like, yeah a, say, I'm like
1: a musical improv cam boy. Cam boy. yeah, yeah. <laughs> rolling a dice oh, for fucking wow. little parsons of money Do you think who's under- paying for that yeah, who's- kids it's like it's the new form of entertainment like so us being in our fucking 30s We'll never understand it. It's gonna be like, oh, it's like that new Elvis character shaking his hands. Is it like people watch S Sullivan to us? Uh, I
2: see. But the
1: it, but the next, like it's like the thing people fucking love
2: it. Oh, and I don't
1: gosh. hate on it at all because it's fun to do. Okay, and I get fucking you know, I get to do it. So is it's it stage so time? So the it's PewDiePie pie guy. <laughs> The famous uh, let's Pewdiepie. Not, don't talk about PewDiePie. But is it every time we talk about the internet in any form, Zayn is like PewDiePie. He's a fucking racist cop. Have I? No one fucking cares about him. Oh. Let's remove him from the zeitgeist. Oh my! Wait, he's racist now? Yes, he gets in trouble like every other year for saying the n-word. And like, I didn't doing know that. Yeah.
0: But all I knew was he was very famous amongst children because he played video
1: games, and you just watched him play video games. He's Watch like he's like old dudes. He's like 2016 man. That's... Is he? Yeah. Well,
2: that's a Interesting phenomenon. I'm I'm curious about is this fascination with just a camera on a person doing a thing they always do. and yeah. why reality
0: those... TV. Yeah,
2: or these like That's... Kinder Eggs. Have you seen these videos? These uh-uh. eggs that kids, they have like 40 million views on YouTube. It's just a chocolate egg or an egg with Play-Doh around it or something. And it's just hands. It's a close-up on the hands taking off.
0: The oh, head. yeah, yeah. Have you
2: seen those? And then they open it up and there's a little toy inside and then they take the toy out and then there's a the little paper and they unfold the paper. And I, uh, my side hustle is babysitting. So, uh-huh. um... I learned about this world through... Uh, the kids I babysit for, and I, watching them watch it, I feel like I'm seeing society crumble before my eyes.
1: <laughs> like
2: them being engaged with it, and then how YouTube works—you so just click another, yeah. It just auto plays another video that's essentially the same thing. Yeah, it's yeah. just terrifying.
1: I did. What I is w- that? I went down a Slimer uh, rabbit a slimer. hole. So it's the same yes. thing, basically You yeah, know yeah, the yeah, Slimers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I went down a Slimer wormhole uh, about six months ago. It only lasted a couple of days. Um, again, because I'm 30, I enjoy narrative and characters, yes, but really,
2: yes, it's... I just miss the well, simple but, things. So my cousin, my little, I was
0: recently at home, and my little cousin, he's probably like, what, six now or something. He was watching YouTube, and I was like, what is this kid going to be watching? I can't wait to find uh, out. Mm-hmm. He was watching some guys dig up bones, dinosaur bones, and then they were making music with them. I was like, oh, sweet, oh, this is making awesome. Making
1: music with dinosaur bones? Yeah,
0: I don't know if they found real dinosaur bones. It might have just been... F- but, like, they would, like, Whoa. you know, they were drumming on him and stuff. Oh.
1: But I was like, oh, you're that not watching. Really this irresponsible is really irresponsible if they're yeah. real dinosaur <laughs> No,
0: but, <laughs> like, I don't know, it was kids, just a...
2: Fuck history. Make <laughs> music if you find
0: But it was just artifact. a fun, like, oh, you're not watching some terrible thing I thought he was going to be watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then I think he went, yeah, he then he just watches Monster Truck videos and stuff, oh, too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool with me. I it's love Monster Trucks.
2: Yeah, just the access <laughs> they have to videos and to... And it's just instant gratification. Anything they want, all the time. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I I don't know. I'm worried. Uh, That's my low level anxiety that I live with. Well, let's talk about. No,
1: no, no. This is a perfect segue. Let's talk about why you have this anxiety. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's because you're like an actor.
2: Oh, I guess. Sure. Well. Um, (laughs) Oh, so you're saying I'm like a purist. I'm a society. No,
1: I'm saying like you fucking go on auditions and like are on TV and you want to fucking act and do that as like your craft and your life's sake and all that stuff. I will say I
2: do feel uh, I run up against uh, this social media slash internet slash, uh, I don't know, uh, instant gratification fan BS. Yeah, That's the, my biggest Hollywood hang up, I guess. I hate it too. I don't see the value in it. I don't, uh, I think it's, if you are someone who has a bajillion fans, amazing, awesome mm. for you. I know, you know, I. Yeah. it's not like I have any resentment in that area. It's more just like, why is it necessary? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't know how the, the number of fans you have helps you when, you know, you're on set and there's a boom in your face and it's like, go, you know, yeah. I don't know how that translates, you know, right. or, um, I guess, yeah, maybe it does help get people to come see your live stuff, but that to me is also maybe the sad thing that live performance is, has been trumped by like, I, uh, uh,
0: that's my, I hate that too.
2: Right? By like a, a minute and a half long video is way more beneficial to your career than to create a whole amazing you know live show like right. that's so sad yeah. but it's the truth um, um so I don't know I don't know where uh I don't know where the balance is but it has to be somewhere
0: I've been trying to find it because I've been like yeah. real depressed in that like well because I make like dumb videos all the time little dumb ones but I'm like I want to just do bigger fun cool live stuff but nobody mm-hmm. ever comes to live shows anymore no. and uh yeah so it's a bummer but then like I'm like, do do kids even like like watching like the bigger
1: stuff for the movies and stuff? Right, they do. It's yes, just what they it's, do. It seems like to me it's two completely separate tracks because it uh, is. Yeah, like if I'm looking at it historically in my mind, it was like, okay, the examples of transitioning from like a popular industry to say a class, let's call like filmmaking a classic industry, mm-hmm. whether you're like directing or acting or whatever. Um, Excuse me, I have a burp in my chest. You've
2: been drinking
1: beer. (laughs) I'll I'll mask it by getting a Dr Pepper. It's nine. It's nine p.m. and I'm drinking beer. (laughs) Um, No, but it's like if you are doing like ten years ago, doing a reality TV (laughs) show, and then like to transition from that into like an acting role was kind of like a pipe dream. I feel like the same thing can be said to, like, if you're a a social media star, if you're a YouTube star, and then transitioning into, like, a classic role. Like, you might get House of Wax 3 and be the next Paris (laughs) Hilton, but it's it's not, like, a classic film. You're not going to be considered, like, I don't want to say, like, real actor or fake actor or whatever. But it's just different industries and it's different skill sets. Yeah. I think if you're just like,
0: let's say you're a Vine star, but you're also a fucking good actor, right. then you're fine. But
1: if you're just a Vine star, then you're fuck. Are you though? Because it, <laughs> doesn't it remove your cachet as like a serious actor? Like that's the thing. Like let's say I become, my dream yeah, for years is to be famous for being the guy that's like a little bit too into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> if that could be why I'm famous, I would be so happy. But I also don't see that career taking off and then me being like, well, also I just booked this like supporting role in a fucking Scorsese film because they wouldn't yeah. book someone who's famous for that sort of internet thing to be in a film. You know what I mean? I don't
2: know. We're kind of in a messy, uh, in a messy.
1: Uh, I'm afraid to see where it's going to go.
2: Yeah. We're in a messy, uh, fork in the road, I guess, okay. in terms of like what... Your internet popularity level and your talent level and your cachet level. Like, it's all kind of, I feel like, in a tornado right now. Yeah. Of, I mean, it's just like, well, wherever you end up, you know? And, uh, I don't know, it's hard to stay focused on on what made you love what you do in the first place, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Um, it's
1: multi-hyphenate culture.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. I, yeah, the multi-hyphenate stuff really... Uh, is so funny to me. Um, <laughs> I hate everything.
1: Zayn, you are the biggest multi-hyphenate in the world. Do not pretend. I know, to but look I hate I, but I I shit. hate just call I hate that right. it's like called that I hate that it has a yeah, name. It's so it's messy. Fucking, exactly, it's just messy.
2: It's like I'm
0: just doing shit. Right. Don't call me a bunch of stuff. Right. And right. I also used to call my like I remember when I was a kid, thinking like I'm gonna do this, 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 right? and now that I'm in the world of everyone, I'm like, uh, like where all those people who grew up, moved yeah. here, mm-hmm. and with all the me's, I'm like, oh, oh, I yeah. was so gross. I hate
1: that you look down at it so much because that's your life. That's what you do. No, no, I just want people to be less fake about it.
2: Yeah, and there's the issue. I feel like there's an oversaturation. That's a word I love to use. There's yeah. an oversaturation of uh, of hyphenates right? Yeah, like, yeah. You are a hyphenate who's actually doing all the things in your yeah, hyphenate. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there... That's
1: bravo because it's know, pretty rare, I feel like. There's a handful
2: of people um I think oh well, maybe it's a very healthy a very healthy overflowing handful of people that uh I think really uh uh love the label multi-hyphenate. They love applying it to themselves, putting it on their website or whatever. But yeah. then it's again like uh like this internet thing to me like are, but are you actually doing it you know I, yeah, don't, exactly. I don't know you talk about doing it and you say you are the things and you know you have photo shoots like that's I just got Instagram because that's how late I got yeah, into yeah. the game and I'm fascinated by how many people have professional photo shoots of, of I'm kind of bummed about <laughs>
0: that too because I liked Instagram f- for the longest time, I've liked it since the beginning. Yeah, but it's getting worse. It's like
2: it's. I find feeds that are fees? like
0: that. I'm like, like, meme feeds are funny as shit because mm-hmm. like the way you can make dumb memes on your phone and right. like throw them up is really funny. But yes. to have like somebody's photoshopped and then you look at their feed and every photo's photoshopped and then you're yeah. like, it's oh, weird. it's a oh, digital man.
1: business card is what it is. That's I yes. mean that's how I view it. Like yes. I, in the last like year or so have completely changed my view on Instagram and now yeah, it's yeah me like too I check it as like a fucking business that's thing.
2: a great uh, analogy a digital business card yeah and I'm way too late to the game but I'm
0: completely it's never too, too
1: late, to late but you're right <laughs> it's, it's never, never too, too late, late um
2: yeah I'm way too late to the game but uh yeah I am floored by how many uh <laughs> I mean, not even models are really just mm-hmm. people in, yeah. in LA, maybe it's just an LA thing. How many professional photographers are taking pictures of just random people like in portrait shoots, not even like high fashion modeling stuff. It's not even like these mm-hmm. are people that are models trying to yeah. have a portfolio. It's like you said, it's just a digital business card that's all like flash. and.
0: But outside of that, like I was just in Oklahoma and people there take it a little too seriously too. That's yeah. why I was a little, that's when I got a little weirded. I was like, oh, because I do accessible. comedy and stuff and I'm just like. Trying to do dumb things all the time on the right. internet. And then I saw how much just normal people who have normal jobs, just like who don't want to do comedy for a living, are also doing
1: that.
2: Well, yeah, we're all so narcissistic is, yeah. is the other big So incident. then I was like,
1: do I even want to do this anymore? <laughs> right, right. Well, I was thinking about the other day, um, this is... Uh, the new Instagram podcast. We talk yeah. about Instagram so much. It on does this come show. up a lot. It man. comes up all the time. But it's like that shows you how like ingrained it's, it is. Yeah,
2: it's pervasive. We but can't I was, shake it.
1: I was thinking about Maybe it I the should, other day, yeah. and I was like, it's like we all now have paparazzi. Our own Instagram Ooh. account is our fucking paparazzi. Like I get to that's pretend how, yeah, to be really I get to pretend to be famous and desired yeah. like all the celebrities oh, that I grew up looking. It is like a magazine.
0: Yeah, dude. Because like, my I what I would use, to, I would look at skate magazines all the time. Yeah. Skateboard yeah. magazine. Now I watch skateboarding on Instagram on all Instagram, day.
2: Interesting. Yeah. It's replaced that.
0: Uh, or like rock, rock bands really? like all my favorite rock, all Water my favorite bands. rock bands are in there yep. so it's like you're curating your own magazine right? it wow. really is like
1: I, mean, I get into like right now like my because I will just like unfollow people and then follow a whole new like thing like group of things based on what I'm oh, interested my. in Right now, I have almost nothing but tattoo artists. And ah, I'm just like you're
2: in a tattoo phase. And I'm
1: getting sick of it. And I'm like, I need to oh, start see, deleting yeah. all of these fucking tattoo down. artists that I'm looking at. But it's like all I was looking at for like six months. Mm. Um, but now I kind of like it again, just because you said it's like curating your own magazine. I have, well, see, cool.
0: I, I run three accounts. Or I have access to three Whoa. accounts. Well, we all have access to the band accounts and right, stuff. But, right. but like, if I go to, let's say I'm working on the Swamp Rats mm. thing... If I'm scrolling through the Swamp Press feed, it's all monster-related shit or VHS-related shit. Oh, yeah, if yeah. I'm in the Zane feed or the Chroma Keys feed, Chroma Keys has monster trucks, has skateboarding, mm-hmm. and then it's got all this. And then Dang. yeah, so it's like yeah,
2: it's it's, bizarre. It, it's really bizarre. Um, Man, yeah,
0: and this is going like to come into light as I'm saying. It's just like <laughs> now I'm weirded out by like how much I like we're Instagram. We are such
2: small specs in this. Uh, that's what I think. I think this technology is so much bigger than us and now, it, yeah, we're just in the vortex. We're just caught in the middle and hopefully, uh, you know, yeah. there isn't a
0: huge storm brewing. I'm wondering. trying to... How long th- before yeah, yeah.
1: Instagram feeds replace humans?
0: <laughs> well, kids aren't that into it, I don't think.
1: Oh, okay. As, well, as into Instagram. Cool. Well, then, we'll, that'll, yeah. like, die with us. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That will die with us. Well, it's still, like,
0: a huge... It's For the next, I think three years it'll be useful in marketing and all that yeah. crap uh but i don't know and they'll probably keep reinventing it so who knows but um
2: yeah yeah it's uh it's crazy trying I... to find a
0: way to break out like because you also still want to be like do you don't want to focus too hard on just like making sure you're instagram
1: well i think the i think the way to do it is to focus more on like a skill set and an existing career and industry mm-hmm. um like how, how often are you, like, going on auditions and, like, hustling and trying to get that, like, big TV oh, movie role? Oh, boy.
2: Um, well, I, uh, after graduating from USC, I, uh, was in the showcase, the industry showcase. I signed with a manager. Through the, the, the US Theater yeah. department there? Uh, the BFA, the actors in the BFA program, I believe, uh just are granted a spot. But okay. I was in I was a BA so I had to audition to be in the showcase. Um, was in the showcase, um, and uh, got signed. So I'm lucky, like knock on wood that I, I don't know where wood is. I, think this I is haven't been board. without this is particle board, that yeah. counts. Um I haven't been without representation. I've obviously cycled through certain agents and commercial agents and Um, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but I've always, um, had something in place where, uh, people were submitting me, which is amazing. Um, and I'm very grateful for that. I booked a, uh, uh, Disney channel role, a role on Disney channel in 2013. And then, um, until 2017. So that's, it was about four and a half years. Which is now. Which is now which is like, you know, a month ago, two months ago, mm-hmm. um, I did not book an official gig. I booked um, things on my own, like a little, uh, through Friends and Story Pirates, I got to do something cool on James Corden. Um, I uh, did, you know, short films and was in people sketches and all that kind of stuff for mm-hmm. four and a half years. And yeah. a lot of close calls I um, and callbacks and all that stuff for a long time. And That's it was be... very... Yes, there were some really dark, bleak days where I thought, why? What's the point? What am I doing? Like, mm-hmm. that was it. That was it. I was. I got that one thing, and then that's supposed to be it. I guess I'm done, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'll just keep doing groundlings, I guess. I'll keep doing this. And during my time between Writing Lab and Advanced Lab, I also did two two-person sketch shows, which is, like, a lot of work to get people to come see it and mm-hmm. to costume yeah. it and to do it all and... It's just, yeah, it's a lot. You end up producing, you know, I'm sure you both know as mm-hmm. multi-hyphenates. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, those kinds of things kept me distracted. But, yeah, of course, like deep in my heart, I was always like, well, that's it, you know. <laughs> and that's my fatalist attitude probably, my all or nothing mentality. But I thought, well, that's it. I'm done. You know, yeah. I, I should call it because this is insane. How yeah. many more years can I keep doing this? And yeah. it's that really messed up cycle That I really wish representatives in Hollywood would stop focusing on of like, we can't, you know, get you a job until you have a more, until you have more credits on your resume, you know, but you can't, but you won't get credits and you can't like get the credits until you book something, but you won't book something unless you have credits. It's like, what is this cycle?
0: Mm -hmm. Um, You had to sneak sneak in somehow and then you get a credit.
2: Right, exactly. Or Mm -hmm. you lie. Right. Yeah, you could
1: tell me you worked at Bubba Gump. I'll
2: tell him. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, <laughs> could you imagine like when you walked into Bubba Gump and you're like I've worked in several restaurants. Yes. Could you just walk up to a film set and be like, "Why well, I've been in so many films? Oh, man. uh, that there's a camera, and I'm familiar." I've been with... in a virtual reality really? movie you haven't seen. Yeah. Oh, do you have an <laughs> Oculus, sir? Oh, then you wouldn't have seen it. Like Get twenty with years it.
2: ago, it would totally people. I know stories of people crashing auditions like that was a thing you could. You know, it was very, it was much easier to crash the Paramount lot than it is now. You yeah. Real quick? yeah, and now it's just yeah, the security on these things is crazy. Mm. The offers that go out to people that are already, I mean, a lot of things aren't even there are no auditions anymore. You know, right. for. These like big parts, or whatever. right? Because yeah.
1: fucking who knows when Johnny Depp will do a CBS series?
2: Well, oh, yeah, you know, that's a whole he'll, other like piece, he'll do
1: but... a series regular on fucking CBS, yeah. and now that's a job that like someone who needs to get their credit. Right? They've talked about this no the death have.
2: of the the death of the working actor and the guest star actor. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's obsolete. You used to be able to um, create a career that way, and that was always what I wh- that has always been like the top of my dream was mm-hmm. just like not having to have another job like just getting to do this um but yeah it's tough it's kind of like uh like a lot of things now there's like a 99 percent and a one percent and uh you know even the one percent now is just trying to hustle you know that's why uh, they're all just trying to keep their health insurance you know like they're just like yeah i'll do that guest star you know because i mean i'm this a -A a-list actor but i'm also trying to you know yeah yeah And commercials as well. Like commercials, always used to be a thing for commercial actors. Yeah, that's another thing that's now hard.
1: uh... And I feel like I'm. It's getting to the point where I'm starting to recognize the like 15 commercial actors that I'm seeing over
0: Over and and over over again. Yeah, crazy. I don't. I I guess now on Hulu, I get I catch commercials. Yeah, so I'm back
1: into seeing commercials again because I wasn't watching stuff for a while. It could be because we're. it could be because we're seeing people who are of a certain type over and over again because now advertisements are um, targeted. Yeah. So you're you you and I like on Hulu or whatever, we're only receiving targeted ads. Oh okay. I hate them all. Why are they targeting me? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I'm not gonna buy Alexis. Yeah. Uh, fucking go away, I'm dude. Not buy Alexis. They don't want me to buy Alexis. They want me to feel bad about not being able to buy Alexis. Yeah. That's. There's two oh, types of ads. The
2: advertising endgame is a whole other beast. Yeah. But yeah, I think uh, it's messy. It's mm-hmm. uh, there's no right way to do it. I think to yeah. get an agent or get a manager or to book a role. Like there's really no mm-hmm. right way. I feel like there's your no goals formula. change
0: a lot. It, even though you mm-hmm. still have the, the one like the main goal and all that is still kinda of the same. It changes a lot. Yeah. Like from the, your your main like what you're actually focused on. It's, like, gonna fucking change a whole bunch. Totally. But the end of it will, like, it'll all come to, like, what you thought it You know, I don't know. Yeah,
2: exactly. And I think uh, I'm trying to not, uh, um, what's the word? Put a, uh, you want to stay real and grounded and humble, obviously, um, but then you also don't want to put a ceiling on your career or like mm-hmm. a drain, you know? Like yeah. um sometimes I feel like when I spin out about the internet stuff, like that's draining my like creativity, right? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. like, Well, what's the fucking you know, fuck that. Um, and then the ceiling will be like, Oh, I'm just gonna make Sunday company and like that's it, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, like then you're yeah. that's you know, mm-hmm. That can't be it. It can't be right. Or to make a Nerdist house team, or to do I think this, like, and then that will cure it all. Yeah, uh, or yeah, that will yeah. be my thing. You know, like you are your thing. I think that's maybe uh, what I'm. I wish I had been more in touch with is like individuality, right? Like there is no one else like you, and I feel like we don't celebrate people enough now. It's like, well, what are your accomplishments? What are you? What are you doing? What are you? You know, or I've had so many um, like industry people be like, who's having? Who has your career right now? You know. It's like, well, oh, what? And then yeah. I'm not even like, weird... but wait, what about, you know, I'm making my own thing though. I'm mm-hmm. making my own way. Like I'm, I'm not going to be like, I'm going to be maybe similar to other people before. Obviously yeah. we're all still human beings, but you know, uh, I wish there was more of a celebration of individuality. Like only you can do this mm-hmm. or be this or say this or feel this and, uh, and express it the way you do. No one can, no one can do that. That, that, Exchange only happens in your body and your, you know, whatever. Sorry, this is getting so hippy-dippy. No, but no. Um, I don't know. So I'm trying to focus in on that. Because uh, when I have, you know, that is when I feel like it ends up coming back. Yeah. Uh, but until I'm feeling that way, if I'm focused on literally anything else, mm-hmm. <laughs> then it doesn't happen, you know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tricky. I so mean, should you do groundlings, Colin? Yes. Do, do you have seven years of your life and a couple of Gs to get yeah. away? Great. I mean,
1: what else am I going to use seven years of my life and yeah. a couple of Gs for? If yeah. not to to aspire to be Jen Bashing. Who has yeah. my career now? Yeah. Do, Jen oh, fucking Bashing. Oh, wow.
2: Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> Colin is very funny and a really talented, fun improviser. And I always thought you should... um, I
0: think you should shoot higher than wanting to be the guy famous for liking Buffy the Vampire.
2: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I I was about to say, Zane, that I think that that's... You're putting a ceiling. Uh, You're putting a Buffy ceiling on your...
1: I'm not, I'm not putting, maybe I'm putting a ceiling on uh, the amount of work that I want to do, because uh, this is just something I do every day. It's like yes. you were saying, I want people to tune in to watch me do something I do every day. Yes. Which is just be obsessed with a show that got canceled 15 years ago. Great. Um. But uh, that's, uh, I don't have a ceiling as how famous I can be. I can oh be my gosh, a
2: billionaire. I didn't mean a fame ceiling. I okay, <laughs> Colin. Wow. Yeah, Colin. I meant like a uh a professional aspiration or like uh uh a self-actualization ceiling yeah. god
1: well no but that's that's interesting <laughs> because i do feel that i i feel like i'm in a stage right now where i feel that ceiling and it's like i know it's silly and not to be disru- uh dismissive of my own thoughts yeah. uh as my therapist would say um
2: <laughs> proud of you como very new first session how was it
1: I liked it. Yeah. It was hard. The and first I mean, session
2: is kind of a mess because you end up saying so much backstory and you feel...
1: She actually had she had a lot of like actionable like homework and shit, <gasps> which I appreciated, but I'm good. not doing my homework, unfortunately. Well, but...
2: accountability is the first step. Are so. you a
1: therapier?
2: I'm a therapier, big time. Oh, yeah. Big time. I think everyone should do it. It's, it's... not even a...
1: It's nice. Someone said something to me that blew my fucking mind. Um, A friend of mine, before I found my doctor, she was like, Yeah, it's really hard to find a therapist in LA because everyone in LA is in therapy. Yeah. (laughs) It's like there's not enough therapists to go around. Like, that's fucking crazy. It's
2: crazy. It's really crazy. When we were growing up, therapy
1: was not like a thing people did.
0: I had no. to go, when I was a kid, I think I went once and I didn't yeah. say a word to him. It was oh, a weird no. thing. Yeah, <laughs> Like they tried to get me to start talking about Star Wars and stuff and I was just like, this is oh, a trick. Oh, no. You're like, yeah. I literally <laughs> stared at a motherfucker for 30 minutes, and then my grandmother took me to Walmart and bought me a Star Wars toy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. And then, like, so that was my only experience with therapy, with therapy. besides, like, a high school therapist. Right. Uh, and then, you know, because, like, you there's just the one that you uh, have that to That guidance go, yeah. counselor ends up like everything. Guidance counselor. Yeah, yeah it's like an umbrella. Oh, and I went to night school, and I remember you would get to go see that guidance counselor once a week. Yeah. Uh, and you got out of school, and she would, if she wasn't going to catch me, I would be like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm going to kill myself. And then that way she would have to talk to me. Oh, my goodness. And she knew I wasn't going to do it. But then she's like, you know I legally have to talk to you. I like, <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. It's going to be great. 30 minutes out of school. Let's do this. Uh, but then last year I started going to therapy as an adult for
1: real and like yeah. taking it seriously. Yeah, dude. Pretty good.
2: Wow. This is a really evolved table of, of- of people i will say it
1: took me a long time i mean yeah. i was very uninvolved there's a lot of a lot of shame a lot of guilt to yeah. get over to actually like make the call and yeah. like, do the thing and um, i don't want to
2: make it a gendered issue but i am it is i'll say i'm pleasantly surprised
1: it, oh it, i mean, I mean yeah you. yeah. my girlfriend was
0: trying to get me to go to therapy for the longest time yep. yeah and then i didn't do it and then now i'm doing it. <laughs> it makes
1: you here's the thing we're both no longer men uh that's just a fact.
0: Yeah. Because
1: we're in therapy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh,
0: God. Yeah. Get out of here. It's, but it's I never true. really was into and that. I think to. there was a little bit, though. Like, when I moved to L.A., I'm from Oklahoma. Like, turd town, Oklahoma. Oh, and, my God. Um, turd town. So, like, when I moved to L.A., I became more like what those people... Like, you know, I just got more into country music. Ah. And then I, like I leaned more into, like, what... You know, whatever I thought. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Because and, uh, that's what, because being punk rock and fucking indie in Oklahoma is what sets you apart. When you got to LA, being like this weird sort of punk rock, but yeah. country boy, people that would, like, set you apart.
0: I already had like a weird accent, so people already thought about it yeah. anyway. So it was just like, all right, well, I drink a lot of Coors Light already. Might as well make it my thing. <laughs> uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> wow. I love that.
0: Yeah. But and now
2: the, your identity has evolved to include well, yeah, therapy. I
0: quit drinking and I started going to therapy. And then I just started feeling like I was a 14 year old kid again. Yeah, it was it's really like a weird. It You're was really fucking own... weird. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Because I also started like, I was like, ooh, you know what? Uh, I started smoking weed. So I started wow. revisiting all my favorite music from when I was a kid, like on a smoking weed. And then I started going to therapy and I was like, all this weird shit. And then I was a 14 year old kid all over again.
2: I kind of love this, uh, like, return to adolescence uh, yeah. in terms of your emotional intelligence. We'll yeah. will say that maybe. Like, you are open to. Learning more about that. Because I I do think... I don't know what happens with... It's unfortunate to me. I feel like men are just as emotional as women. And then they're like... You're pushed into this box of like... Of, you know... Sack up, duh, mm-hmm. you know, put that shit away. You know,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, and then what do you do? Then you're like in your thirties with just a massive box of shit that you have put there. For, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. And for you sure. have no skills with how to deal with it or address it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you're just a high functioning psychopath. Yeah. Um <laughs> I'm kidding. You're well, not- yeah, yeah. no, no, but it's, no, it's but that because is lot...
1: like
0: very true for
1: a lot of people. Yeah, it is. and I think um, you know all the uh, the only expression of emotion that's really like accepted is anger
2: anger yes and now
1: it's gone not to say it's gone too far but now what's happening in society is we're uh, men are being pushed to not express anger whatsoever right because that's I mean it's it's because we've run society through anger and pretty much ruined everything for everyone else yes you have I'm gonna go ahead and and take that I I accept uh, my role in that but it doesn't mean that anger doesn't still exist
2: I totally agree with you I think that it all, all things not all things many things could can be solved with an empathetic conversation mm-hmm. like once which is what therapy is essentially yeah, it yeah, is yeah. you empathizing with yourself yeah. talking to yourself about why and how you feel these things what you can do like you said actionable so great mm-hmm. um to then take action to change your behavior the way you engage with the world and then that's how it' that's how the other pieces fall into place too. But yeah, yeah. it is messy. It's messy. We all have so much baggage everywhere oh, we go, yeah. everywhere we go. Um, and it is crazy. More and more people I know, uh, are becoming more open to therapy. I think it doesn't have mm. the stigma. Well, the I used to, I think,
0: uh, I used to think also, I was like, I don't even really need that shit cause I'm already open about all my stuff anyways.
2: Ah, that's another, that's another trap. kind
0: of, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, because, you know, like, oh, my dad's in prison. My parents said blah, 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 blah. I was open about all everything all the time. But that yeah. still doesn't mean, you know, like...
2: Isn't that interesting? Like, just yeah. you being open, like, quote, unquote, open about it doesn't mean you're processing it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, But a lot of, like, way.
0: a lot of comedians think that, yes. that that's... This is my therapy. Yeah, yeah. That's right. so it's such a
1: cathartic thing to, like, get up on stage and put your shit out into the world. I mean, right. I've done... I mean, going back to what we were talking about earlier... I've done improv as therapy for years.
2: <laughs> I'm like
1: so sorry to everyone I've ever performed with. I have brought my fucking baggage to the stage like innumerable times.
2: Well, that's like, what's crazy about improv. You can't hide like your baggage. Like you said, it comes with you up there. Yeah. And yes. so you sometimes end up unpacking it. And that's mm-hmm. why, you know, those like low key misogynists and things like that. in improv classes you find like it comes out in the scene work. And it's yeah. like, I don't care how nice you are to me in After Class or, you yeah. know, whatever, I know that's your facade because in the improv, I saw who you really are. I used like, to
0: get real weirded out by that stuff. Right? Yeah. It was, like,
2: it's a window into their brain and soul, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um
0: And then they're like, dude, it's just that's just my sense of humor. It's like, you don't get it. Right. Oh, my God.
2: Comedy comes so from, don't like, get it. A, this, a, a truthful heart nugget. Like, yeah. Like, all comedy is that. So when your truthful heart nugget is like, fuck you, bitch, make me a sandwich what? Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: (laughs) What? That is your truthful heart nugget in terms of how you want to relate to me right now for the next three minutes. Like, that's it.
0: people like... uh, Dumb people. Yeah. uh, Latch on to... Like, there are... There's a a brand of comedy out there that can make... Shut up, bitch, make me a sandwich. Funny. If they package it in a way that would... It was also making fun of
1: that behavior. And those people can't get that. Yeah. And so... Right. It's almost as if, like doing characters, like, in a tongue-in-cheek way, like, oh, here's, like, the hateful, misogynist character. Like, I won't do that on stage anymore. Because yeah. I'm like, is the is it sending the message of, like, look, I want to be the bud of this scene, so, like, hey, let's hate this character I'm doing? No, I think now it's, like, it's more so, like, ew, I don't even want to fucking see that in comedy Well, I guess, anymore. yeah,
2: that's the thing. It's, like... Of course you don't want to say you, certain characters or pr- perspectives are off limits. It doesn't, you know, that can feel limiting or strange, but it is yeah. that thing of like, well what what would you want to see and watch? Like what yeah. kind of human and 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 yeah. yeah, and what kind of person do you want to explore more? Like, is that kind of person the most fun to explore? Probably not. Yeah. But, you know, sure, go for it, yeah. um, and see how it feels. Probably won't feel good, you know? <laughs> um, because yeah, but I mean, maybe there is something fun in, you know, certain elements of that character, like a gruff, whatever character, softening yeah, yeah, that yeah, day, yeah. or, you know, or, uh, I don't know, to me it's, it's the discovery piece that's fun, but when someone's point of view is so narrow and mm. like, um, hurtful, weirdly, and uh, unethical. It's like, then wh- wh- where do we go with you in terms of creating something creative and live together? I don't right. know what we're supposed to do.
1: I think it's just so much more fun to do. Like, I love doing uh, like peas in a pod shit. Whereas you just and me like-
2: love peas in a pod, and Colin and I, we're
1: that's
0: where you guys are in a scene together where you're both agreeing on everything. <laughs> yes,
2: yes, or not even necessarily. Total agreement, but just, um...
1: Shared like, perspective. Yeah, of? like a
2: spirit. It's like we yeah. have the same yeah. sensibility or, like, um... Yeah, there's... Even if we disagree on a million things, we just mm. we have one really solid agreement. Yes. That's my favorite thing.
1: Yeah. Ever. And for me, it was always, like... I always did it with you when yes. we were performing because you did like 80% of the work by just like (laughs) just the way your body was like shaped at the beginning of it I was like ooh I'll do that I'll be shoulders back as well yes and now we have a thing we had a thing now 80% of the work is done we both stand with our shoulders like like, way too far
2: moving a vase or something and that's our whole scene (laughs) Yeah, I. That's me. I love that stuff. Yeah. I love those simple, sweet, little weird scenes mm-hmm. like that. That's to me the best. Yeah, that's the best.
1: I feel like we did a lot of stuff where we were at like the eighth grade dance together, <laughs> yeah. and we were like both too nervous. To Danny
2: also did a lot. Yeah. Of yeah. I remember doing a.
1: Characters. There's like a picture of Automatic Bike
0: Shop all doing a high school dance together. Mm-hmm. We were a team of like 13 people. Oh my goodness! So it that looked like so
1: a high true. school dance.
2: What? <laughs> Every time you were all on stage, even shuffling on the background. Yeah, yeah. 13 people on an improv team—that's.
1: We crazy. were rarely all together. It was like the Wu yeah. Tang, but we had um,
0: like four or five easy. shows that where everyone was together. <sighs>
2: yeah, that's incredible. Those good were good for you guys. No. Yeah. yeah, there's 15 people on Sunday Company right now, which is wow. a pretty. Um, it's yeah, it, I think it's just the right amount. I feel like we have a perfectly loaded infantry. Like it's. Do you all you know,
1: share the stage every Sunday? That whole fifteen. Uh
2: yeah, I mean not all. We're not all standing out there together at once. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean I don't know how many sketches are in each show. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean we're all there every Sunday. Wow. Again, I'm only two weeks in, so I can't really speak. Is it mostly
0: this. sketch? It's not. Mostly sketch, yeah, yeah. but really
2: sketch. Yeah, which is crazy because like the improv program is. Yeah. The you know. The majority of the school Mm -hmm. um but you do do improv in sunday company um and uh i think that the improv training at groundlings does cater more toward sketch ultimately i remember
0: paul i listened to paul rubens talk about it like in Mm depth once and he was saying like he sucked at improv really bad but he (laughs) was really good at character and sketch and like but he had to do the improv to get through it, but he was really yeah. happy that when he got to the other side, it was like mostly sketch, because he wouldn't have lasted if it was improv.
2: That's crazy. I mean, I all these people are so much more talented than they let on. Also, like, like oh yeah, yeah, see, yeah, he was
0: terrible. Him terrible at improv is not
1: like uh, I've, yeah, I've, that's I've that's seen right. terrible at improv. <laughs> like go take a level one. Uh, the person who's terrible in your class, Paul Rubens was probably better. But I was yeah. just I was just wondering. I was <laughs> curious if
0: it was still like that because he did it yes. so long ago.
2: Yeah, it is still like that, and it's funny talking about the difference between sketch and improv. Uh, we were having this conversation backstage last week. Like, what is being, quote unquote, like, good at improv? I don't think there's really a way to be, like, a, I don't know. Because being good at
0: improv is being a comfortable performer.
2: Yeah, you're only oh, as good yeah. as your last scene, right? Like, that's the yeah. thing about improv. You're not, you know, and my last scene was a complete dud. So should I go run out and say, like, I'm a terrible improviser? No. Mm. But should I go run out and say, like, uh, no, I'm, I'm actually incredible. If you can just never no. look bad. I guess there's that. You don't even oh, have yeah. to
1: be great, but if you cannot be bad, yeah, I would say that is a terrible fucking improviser. <laughs> Someone who's not willing to look bad. No, 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 no no no, 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 no. I
0: didn't say don't don't not be willing to look bad, but like. Just the more comfortable you get, the less you're gonna look bad. Is I think yeah, like...
2: it's sort of just like you know how
0: because you can make bad look good. Is what I mean. Is what yeah, I'm trying to get. I think out. if you're the Maybe. kind
2: of person who who isn't trying to who it doesn't mm,
1: some people ascribe lean...
2: talent to yeah. improv- like oh you know uh, I'm I'm gonna be an amazing I'm gonna be an amazing or I am or I will you know yeah. I no I think there's no you know because it's so a it's this weird. Thing that isn't tangible, an Mm -hmm. improv scene like you can't hold it and then give it to somebody and say, "Is this good?" Like it's so subjective. So, or is this person good? Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I've been trying to, uh, kind of remove all that from it and just say, like, did I listen and have fun?
1: Yeah. That's
2: honestly all that matters. Right. Uh, (laughs) I don't care about anything else. You know.
0: Well, I remember seeing. Diamond Lion all the time, right? Oh, yeah, they're great. And they would have something so bad happen in a scene. But then <laughs> that bad thing would become the greatest thing.
1: Oh, yes, and then you could the see best. a terrible
0: improv show and you could see the almost the exact bad thing happen that happened in the Diamond Lion show that happened in this, like, unversed improv well, show. Yeah. And, show. Well, it's called an automatic bike shop show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then that bad thing, like, you don't know how to run with it. You don't know how to, like, you're not right. comfortable with whatever just happened so you can't right. react accordingly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like... Yeah, like, the the bad things happen all the time. Just be comfortable with them, and yeah. then you're gonna be fine. Totally. And I
1: think that comes from, like, I mean, A, like, being seasoned, and then B, um, not having a need for it to be, like, great. Like, not judging yes, it, and exactly. just like, it can be whatever it is. Like, I think the most important thing about any improv scene is that it just is whatever it is. Right. But I never, uh, I never took a lot of like, game-focused uh, training. So I'm very bad at game. I do not recognize patterns. And I know I frustrate people with the way I play because I'll be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Let's talk more about these feelings you were having. You know? See, but like, I
2: admire that you follow the emotion because that, to me, is a huge piece of it. Like, I, I'd I way so. rather watch a completely illogical scene about with two highly emotional people, you know, as opposed to a super logical scene with two people who are
1: like plotting coffee. their next fucking move right i almost.
2: mean emotion to me is the is king always mm-hmm. and that's like what is it what are the what are the like back pocket moves if you feel like your improv scenes kind of going astray like just lock uh, into an emotion yeah confess something mm-hmm. or discover something like uh, hold something say, your I, hand? say i
1: love you is a big one that i <laughs> yeah. i lean on saying i love you a little too oh, hard no <laughs> i do because you have to react to that If you're the bank teller and I tell you I love you, you have to be like, you're crazy. Uh. Or, if... I don't know.
2: Whatever. Hey, listen. What, what is it? Whatever works for you, Como. All right? Oh, God. This is
1: why she left Nerdist. No. I said I love you so I was, much. Oh, God. I, um,
2: I was planned. I had planned on saying this. Um, You know, I was drafting something to say in the group me. Like, guys, I'm leaving the group me. You know, sorry. You know, I tried to make it to the last shows. I was very, like, frantic. And then I just went into my group me app one day, and I had been removed.
0: <laughs> <So> oh.
2: Like, <laughs> we should – maybe we don't need to talk about this on the podcast. This could be a separate combo, but – I don't know when or how I was removed, but I was planning on taking myself out and in a very mm-hmm. honorable, kind, funny, <laughs> quippy way. But that opportunity was taken away from me.
0: I um, want this you- talked about on the on
2: podcast. podcast.
1: Uh, I don't want to. We are at an hour twenty. Okay, well we are getting into it. Yeah. Someone, the-
2: did someone just remove me? Because now yeah. I have no access to the thread at all. I couldn't even look back up and see. Yeah, so yeah, I Yeah, we removed. Did you, do it? It, did you do it? it wasn't me. We'll talk about who it was. Oh my
1: <laughs> No dish on the cast.
0: I mean,
2: I feel bad because I wanted to come to those last few shows, but I couldn't. And yeah. then, then whatever. Then I was replaced and I emailed Monica. So that was really, you know, I care. I talked to you, mm-hmm. you know, you and Dustin, I feel like I, we'd had drinks that one night and it was like, yeah, it might happen. Maybe yeah. we had this, it might happen. And who knows? Um, but yeah, Nerdist is fantastic and um, as is Growlings and they're all valuable programs. And, and
1: you know, and it means a lot to the people who it means a lot to.
2: Yeah. I think
1: that's the thing about improv. Like if you just listen to an hour and twenty minutes of nerds talk about improv and you fucking hated it, I apologize, but when you do it, it's fucking it's something, you know? Yeah. It really is.
2: Yeah, no, so you guys please listen to Or is the show.
1: it it is. You know, <laughs> that,
2: i know you're performing sundays but yeah. i met what i said in the thread before i was uh removed without yeah. announcement um, <laughs> um that you know please come to the show and let me know and i can see about uh, getting you a ticket and all that yeah
1: um, i would love to um, i know you you're but you're not till like myself. 10 or something right
2: no, it's seven
1: thirty. Oh well, no, then I can't. I'm every Sunday at I know, but I'm
2: saying oh, that's if there's exactly
1: a... when we. Play. If
2: the theater is dark, then you can come.
1: <laughs> Which to it is. Uh, are you guys
0: dark Thanksgiving weekend? Yeah, we are.
2: They're dark, and we have a show. That's so, what I was saying. Uh, are you? Okay.
0: Can I get a ticket? That's to this? what I'm saying. Okay.
2: Well, we'll talk. Uh, I don't know who took me out of the thread.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. We're gonna start a new thread. Sandy so Cred thread. And...
2: <laughs> the Indycred thread. That's just the three of us. Yeah. yeah that's where you exactly.
0: give us tickets to the Sunday. Oh, okay. Show. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 No, the um, show.
2: Uh, yeah, it changes pretty much every week. Who you know, you never know. I could just be doing like one improv scene, and then you know, uh, what, be and then singing a song at yeah. the end, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's just no way to know.
1: But either um, way, if you go to the Groundlings Sunday Company show, you're gonna see a shit ton of really amazing, talented, talented people. I want to go because I've
0: been. I need to get back into going to shows.
2: Yeah, it's an amazing theater, and mm-hmm. you feel the I don't know the vibes are just really awesome and uh I feel really grateful and and lucky and thankful I mean it's honestly like it is a dream I you know I get six months only you know guaranteed and then Mm. but you know that in and of itself feels like uh just like a really really special thing I cannot believe that it happened so yeah please come that's awesome also
0: black Jesus
2: Black Jesus, yeah. So, that was crazy. I don't know. What time is it? How much time do we have? We you late? you gotta go. I gotta it's go. You have a
0: hard out right now.
2: Right now? I can talk for like five more minutes. Okay. Because um, okay. we didn't talk
0: about Black Jesus. We oh didn't my talk about
2: Black Jesus. Oh my goodness, you guys. Season three, it's back. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. This is maybe a little bit of like a Hollywood story. Uh, there's two pieces of it. So, uh, Black Jesus is coming back. Um i second swim. coming of adult black swim. jesus yes, the second, the second it's the, the second yeah i guess or the third coming rather mm-hmm. um
0: but this was the break right so he, was, the, se- yeah. the second season was part of the first was part
2: coming. of yes it was a normal extension of the yeah. first and then mm-hmm. this they had a break um so uh it is an episode where black jesus uh, uh sort of engages with his parole officer um so the two main guest stars were uh the parole officer and the parole officer's girlfriend me um And, uh, yeah, so I, this casting director, um, many months ago, I think in the summer at some point, uh, I had sent in a, uh, self tape for a character reel for, she was casting 50 Central, this, that sketch comedy show that 50 Central was gonna maybe do, I don't know how that, how that ended up panning out um and again like a lot of self-tapes you you spend all this time and money and that's just literally happen. where you
1: set up a camera on yourself yes. do characters and fucking email it to and casting. email it to casting. you have to okay. set
2: up the entire audition environment and then crush it and then send it off.
1: yeah oh what a yeah nightmare. completely
2: low stakes yeah very i they don't stress me out at all um <laughs> so uh that's why i go to a guy and he does it all he okay. has everything i mean i'm looking at a very cool setup right here but um are yeah. you trying
0: to do some self-tapes in the garage uh, i'm in the garage yeah. sure
2: uh, but my guy is great. Uh, he's a great guy. Uh, he does it all there. He edits it. I mean, it's just, yeah, I'm so inept at that kind of stuff. You mm-hmm. guys are legit multi-hyphenates and it's, very skilled. So, anyway, I did a self-tape, didn't think anything of it because, like most self-tapes, I got, you know, oh, yeah, funny, but I don't even hear, think I got feedback on that. And it was like, okay, whatever. There we go. Another one. I'm at year four of no booking. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and then I, uh, now, fast forward to what? It's August. I just done my first Growlings show. And I get a, uh, an email that's like, okay, you have an audition for Black Jesus, a guest star, um, with this casting director. I didn't think anything of it. I uh, do prepare the sides, go in. Uh, she's like a woke bay; Like, she lived in... Africa for a few years and thinks she knows everything about
0: do you have dreads uh
2: no I don't have dreads <laughs> that would be amazing uh no but I uh I'm kind of the worst yeah uh, Jin
0: is white by the way
2: yeah by the way uh <laughs> I am a white woman uh so yeah uh did the audition um and after I did it the casting director said hey by the way do you know that I called you in for this and I said wait what she goes yeah I saw your self-tape for 50 central um oh. so many months ago and we got the sides for this and I thought oh who was that girl that did that one funny character she was like honestly I don't remember anything else you did like and I you know and we didn't call you in for 50 central um she was pretty again this is what I mean Hollywood's like here's a treat yeah. but also smack yeah um, yeah you know uh yeah here uh you did this one character where you were a mom at uh the weekend concert and i kept calling him or at a weekend music video shoot like but my daughter was a model on the uh-huh. shoot and so i'm like mr weekend you know uh,
1: <laughs> just
2: trying to like but then yeah but talking about how i was a dancer on johnny carson and like <laughs> something weird yeah. so anyway she remembered that which was so awesome and she's the loveliest nicest most amazing woman um And most casting directors are really nice, which is crazy, Um, because you you think they wouldn't be, but, like, they want you to do well, you know? And so she was so cool and so fun, and the audition was really fun, and then I came to callbacks, and then I did a chemistry read with a few actors, and then they, you know, I found out the guy who booked it, and I was like, cool, the parole officer, you know, my boyfriend or whatever. And then when I got to the table read, they were like, oh, we, you know, that guy, we had to, you know, we couldn't offer the part to him, so... I found this guy, you know, the catcher, she's so amazing, she's like, I found this guy because I was at Hugo's eating dinner, stressing out about it, and he was a waiter that walked by, <laughs> and I, like, was like, here, I need you to read this part for me, are you an actor, do you have reps, okay, I'm emailing you sides right now, do a self-tape, send it, it shoots, you know, next week.
1: Are you shitting me? So this
2: kid booked a week-long guest star on Adult Swim, just bussing table, tables at Hugo's.
0: That's what happened to the freaking Star-Lord.
2: He was a waiter.
0: Chris Pratt was a waiter in Hawaii. At
2: Bubba Gump's. Chris Pratt worked at Bubba Gump. Yeah, oh, yeah. listen, it's, it's really an actor's training ground. Um, <laughs> what people don't realize, you called Groundlings the Juilliard of comedy. Bubba Gump's Shrimp Company is really.
0: Nice. <laughs> really
2: the Juilliard of life. Um, so, yeah, so then um, booked the job, which was crazy. And uh, got to shoot in a day. It was after Rewrite Weekend during Advanced Lab, so uh-huh. I was fried, and that is kind of it. I feel like you just go, go, go. Mm-hmm. You don't stop.
1: Is this um, a multiple episode guest spot as well? No, app? just one. Yeah. Just the
2: one okay. just the one little ditty. Uh, was
1: she like, just do that mom character?
2: No, no. It was completely, it wasn't, it was different. I think yeah. she just yeah. remembered my face, like my look. I don't know. Again, it's so random. Yeah, like, But yeah. you did it. It's so sad. random. That's such a happy ending to that story. It was a happy ending. So, um, you know, to me it was was a big lesson of all the times where you think, like, this doesn't mean anything, this is nothing, this is bullshit. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: It's always something because it's, you know, if it's making you laugh, it's got to make someone laugh somewhere at some point and then something will happen. Right? Yeah. I don't know.
1: I hope. You guys, yeah. I think it's going to be good.
2: I think so. I'm
1: excited for it. Yeah, right. I don't know when
2: it airs, but um,
1: Well, you know. keep an eye out for the return of Black Jesus. The look for of Black Jesus, Look yes. for Jen, Smashy and Bashian. Smashy and uh, Bashian. Yeah. And uh if we want tickets to see Sunday Company, just groundlings.com Yes, or,
2: and then or add her back
0: to the group so she can leave herself. <laughs>
1: What are you saying through your hoodie?
0: Man? Add her back to the group and let her let her send you tickets
1: that way and then yeah. she can exit the group. Yeah, oh, yeah. She oh, she oh, yeah, yeah. I had a whole of... I was kind of saying that as more of like a plug for a anyone plug who for happens anyone who's listening. listening
2: uh, yes, the Growlings website, uh, all the ticket information is there. They have amazing shows all week long. Uh, so even Let's. if you can't see Sunday, there's improv shows Wednesday and Thursday. The main company has their sketch shows Friday and Saturday. Monday and Tuesday, they have indie shows, um, and Sunday is the Sunday Company. So look at me. I'm just a little growling spokeswoman now. I love it. Uh, but yeah, it's really incredible. And uh, thank you guys for having me. Oh, yeah. Uh, thanks letting for letting me just talk about myself. Yeah. Next time, I'd want to learn more about you, but <laughs> I want to start with
0: We need to learn about you. Well, yeah.
2: I would like a separate episode on the Modeling Coalition of Oklahoma. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I did
0: two different uh, modeling schools at, oh, in Oklahoma my God. because it was the only access I had to uh, acting classes. I was I really, really pursuing that, that when I was trying. a kid. I yeah, did yeah. I love that.
2: You were so hungry. I love that. All right, yeah, sorry. It no, was wait. pretty
0: sad, though. I was, uh, <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, that was indie cred. Man, those modeling classes I took were indie
1: as. What would it be calling? They were indie as fuck. Oh, uh, bye bye. I'll take a number of a name, and I'll my soul for a chip in my brain. you